Opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect the views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to In the Kitchen with Courtney and Carrie. Tonight, we will be making chicken spaghetti. This is Sunday, March 13th. 2022 and again we would like to welcome everyone to the call so i am going to just uh, do a few reminders please remember to keep the room safe respectful and welcoming and um tonight i will be teaching uh cooking the spaghetti helping me moderate will be carrie and my hostess with the mostess is um kayla so kayla if you don't mind could you go over the commands and then we will get started Absolutely. I want to remind all of you that this met, this meeting is being recorded as well as streamed. So please stay muted if you are not currently talking. Um, if you have a question or comment, you may raise your hand to do so on a PC. You will do Alt-Y. To mute and unmute, you will do Alt-A. On a Mac, it is Option-Y to raise your hand and uh, command, command shift A to um, mute and unmute. It's always the hardest one, the one I do all the time. Um, on a touchtone phone, to raise your hand, it's going to be star nine or the Y. And to mute and unmute, it will be star six for M. On an, a smartphone, Smartphone in the bottom right hand corner, there's a more button under that will be your raise hand and in the bottom left hand corner will be your mute and unmute and the mute and unmute is a toggle for everybody. Thank you and back to you, Courtney. Thanks, Kayla. We appreciate that. All right. So the ingredients we're going to need tonight are approximately two cups of shredded chicken. A uh, 16-ounce package of spaghetti noodles cooked and drained. Um, let's see here. You're going to need two cans of cream of mushroom soup, 16-ounce sour cream, and one can of Rotel diced tomatoes with green chilies. And uh, another option, if you want to add to it, is two cups of shredded cheddar cheese. We do not, my husband doesn't like cheese, so... This is how I'm going to make it for him tonight is without the cheese, but we will talk about, you know, where to put the cheese and, and when to put it in there. So I have my water starting uh, to heat up and getting, getting ready to boil. So um, the pot is, uh, uh, it's almost full. There's about an inch from the top and I've added about a tablespoon and a half to two tablespoons of salt. That does sound like a lot, but let me tell you, it does bring out the flavor in the pasta. It's so yummy. So while we're waiting on the water, um, we'll go ahead and start up the mixture for the spaghetti. So I have a large bowl here where I have shredded lots and lots of chicken. So I'm going to double this recipe um, and then I'll, we're going to go over some alternatives of things that you can make with the chicken and sour cream and soup mixture. All right, so I'm gonna go ahead and dump my two cans of cream of mushroom soup, or excuse me, my four cans since I'm doubling the recipe. And I don't know that my bowl is gonna be big enough, but we're gonna make do. 
Let's, here goes number three. Ah, I don't think I got it open. There we go. There we go. And you can substitute cream of chicken soup for the mushroom soup. Um, you can do cream of celery. You can do a combination. You can do cream of onion. Um, just oh, really, it just depends on your taste. Um, I just, I like cream of mushroom soup. So that's what we're doing tonight. All right. So I've got my four cans there. Let me grab my sour cream out of the fridge. I did forget to do that. I knew I was forgetting something there. Let's see here. So while I'm digging for my two containers of sour cream, we'll go over some of the combinations of things that you can make with just these three ingredients, the sour cream, the cream of mushroom, or the cream soup, and your chicken. You can mix that up. And you can not only do the chicken spaghetti, but you can do what is called a poppy seed chicken casserole. So you um, just layer your chicken in the bottom of a 9 by 13 pan that is greased with butter. Make sure you grease the sides, the bottom, and grease the corners of the pan really, really well. Um, you put that in there, then crumble up some Ritz crackers, about a tube or tube and a half of Ritz crackers. Put that in there and then um, sprinkle it with some poppy seeds. This is one of those I don't measure. I just put it in there and then melt a stick of butter and then just drizzle it over the top of your crackers. And then just stick in the oven at 350 degrees for about 30 minutes because everything's done you just want to heat heat it through and that's good served with a side salad or some vegetables um, and some rolls um something else you can make um some chicken lasagna or white lasagna as they call it so you could put just a little bit of your um soup and sour cream mixture in the bottom of your pan just spread that over there and then start doing your layers so then you would spread a layer of um you put a layer of your pasta on there and you can use the no cook lasagna noodles if you want to or you can get the ones that you have to boil and you can boil your noodles and layer them that way then you put uh, another layer of the cream cheese mixture And another layer of um, pasta. And then you can just, you know, intersperse cheese layers for, you know, if you want Parmesan, provolone, mozzarella, whatever you would like as far as your cheese mixtures. And some people like to mix the, the cheese in with um, the sour cream filling. That's just totally up to you. So let me check my water here. It's getting there. So I'm going to go ahead and dump my pasta in there because I'm about to have my hands all nice and gooey. Okay. All right, so we're dumping that pasta in there. And if you want to break it in, you don't have to use spaghetti pasta. You can use rotini, you can use ziti, you can use penne, um, you know, egg noodles, whatever you would like. So I'm going to mute just a moment so that I can set a timer and I don't set everybody's echoes off. 
12 minutes, starting now. All right. So something else you can use this filling for, um, chicken enchiladas. Get you some flour tortillas, spoon you some of your mixture in there, and then just um, roll it up burrito style. Uh, you can also do, um, let's see here, there was one other, chicken quesadillas. Um, again, just put your filling on one half of your flour tortilla. And after that, just fold it over, you know, put some cheese on there if you want to. Um, and just fold it over and either put it on your George Foreman grill and cook it for about five to seven minutes. Or uh, you can stick it in your oven and cook it for about 15 or put it on, cook it on the stove or in, you know, on a, in a skillet. Um, probably about five to seven minutes there as well. So that's just a number of options that you can do. And then you can also add whatever other ingredients you would like to add to your mixture. So for this one, I'm going to add, um, since I'm doubling the recipe, I'm going to add three cans of Rotel that I've drained. All right, Kayla, do we have any raised hands at this time? Not at this time. Okay. All right, Carrie, do you have any tips or suggestions? Um, or have you ever made chicken spaghetti? Yes, I have. And when I read your recipe, it reminded me so much of two recipes that I use quite often. And so if you take Courtney's first three ingredients and you put them in a, a nine by 13 pan, if you, you can make tater tot casserole out of this. So you can use her filling and then put a layer of cheese and then put your tater tots on top and bake that at 350 for about 45 minutes. And you have tater tot casserole, which takes Courtney's base to a whole different side of, of the uh, spectrum. Then the other recipe I was thinking when she was uh, reading off the ingredients was this reminded me so much of a very popular Southern dish here in Texas called King Ranch Chicken. And um, that recipe is basically like the enchilada recipe that she just shared, but you're going to add sauteed uh, green peppers and onions to it. So you could really, you know, Courtney, this is a great recipe to build off of. It is. It is. And we do have two hands. All right, so, who's our first hand? Anne, the man mute. Hey, hey, hey Anne. Hey, a um, couple of questions because this is something I've got in my cabinet. Can you use the canned uh -huh. chicken? Yes, ma'am, you sure can. Okay, and what about instead of cream of mushroom, using cream of chicken? Yes, ma'am. You can swap out any of the cream, uh, what I call crema crema suits. You can swap those out. Uh, interchangeably. Um, I just just wanted cream of mushroom tonight. <laughs> that's the, oh, well, okay, because I've got. That's why I didn't use. Um, that's why I didn't use the cream of chicken. You know, I could have, um, you know, used two cans of cream of chicken and two cans of cream of mushroom. It was just easier for Jason to find the cream of mushroom because it was all right there together. So. And oh, okay. Right now, I'm just draining my Rotel, and so you're going to hear me just kind of rinsing out my can just to make sure that I've gotten every bit out. So, all right, Anne, did you have any other additional questions? Well, I was just going to add a comment. I don't know if I make mine as big because I have, like, smaller Pyrex dishes, and I use a toaster oven. 
Yeah. Right. No, I'm a small, I'm a small appliance girl. So, right. but I think I can still make it work because you can. Like I, said, I, did, I did the, um, the Velveeta skillet chicken Alfredo and I put it mm-hmm. into the Pyrex dish. I've got to put cheese on top of that. Now that I think about it. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Um, and you know, since you're cooking in your toaster oven, mm-hmm. you can put this instead of putting it in a nine by 13 dish. I mean, even if, you know, your oven will take that, you can put it in some like eight by eight or nine by nine, um, disposable aluminum pans and then, you know, make up two or three or four, you know, and then wrap them really well with aluminum foil, stick them in your freezer. Oh, and oh, okay. then you have some, then you have your, um, have several meals planned, you know, for those nights where either you just don't feel like cooking or you had a very long day uh, of writing and you can just shove that in the oven. Um, or I want something to make for church. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And, you know, um, it was a really great potluck dish. Mm-hmm. Very good potluck dish. All right. So I've just drained my rotel. I'm just going to kind of let it sit in the strainer in the sink for just a little bit to drain a little bit more while I check my spaghetti and make sure that it's all broken up and doing what it's supposed to be doing in the water here. All right. So can I ask one more quick question? For, yes, I've got macaroni in my cabinet. Mm-hmm. So um, do I just use two cups of macaroni? Yeah. Or would that be too much? No, no. You can, you know, if you want to boil like um i think it usually comes like in a 16 ounce bag or box you can boil the whole thing up and you know mix it all up you know what however much you want to put in here um you know the recipe calls for two cups of shredded chicken and of course like i said i'm doubling it i know i have more than four cups of shredded chicken in my bowl um so you know it's this is one of those dishes where yes they give you measurements but you don't really have to go by them that much. When you're cooking, you know, you can just kind of, when I cook a recipe for the first time, I cook it exactly as the recipe says. Then after I eat it, I'm thinking, okay, here's what I'm going to do to make it better. Because usually they're, they're not seasoned enough for me. Um, so when you're cooking, you can easily make those adjustments. When you're baking like cookies, pies, cakes, Everything has to be exact, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, because if it's not, you know, that you're, you're dealing with chemistry there, that, that science and, you know, the, the combination of all the ingredients are what makes it happen. So, um, yeah, when you're baking, you need to follow the recipe exactly. Um, now, you can substitute, like we try to do gluten-free as much as possible. So you can substitute your gluten-free flour, for the all-purpose flour that the recipe calls for. Um, you know, you can make even swamps like that. But as far as, oh, well, it needs a little of this or a little of that, it's it's not a really good idea to do that when you're baking. But thanks, Courtney. Thanks for your questions, Ann. Mm-hmm. Right, Kayla, who do we have next? Peggy Ann. Hi, Peggy Ann. Welcome. Hi. Um, I was wondering if if you're not doubling the recipe, Yes, how much sour cream is it and how much um, of the tomatoes? Okay, if it's not being doubled, so the original recipe calls for um, 16 ounces of sour cream. 
and one can of uh, the Rotel tomatoes. Okay. So mm -hmm. if you're doubling it, it would be two cans of tomatoes and 32 ounces of sour cream. Yes, ma'am. And four cans of cream of chicken or cream of mushroom, you know, kind of your cream of soup. Okay. All right. Thank mm -hmm. you. You are so welcome. Thank you for coming tonight. Okay, Kayla, do we have any other hands this time? Yes, Tori is up next. Okay. Hey, Tori. Hello. I just wanted to point out that actually you can do that when you're baking too. If you've had enough practice with baking that you right. have some idea what you're doing. Right. You do have to be more careful, but you can do it if you've had some practice. If you're right. a beginner in the kitchen, you don't want to. Um, yeah, um, that's that's basically why I said it, because, um, you know, if you have experience in the kitchen and, you know, you've done your research, yes, you can do some swaps. But, you know, again, make sure you research it thoroughly. Um before you do make the swaps, especially if you're cooking um, a dinner for someone else. Yeah. Okay. But I just wanted to point out that if you do your homework and, and know what you're doing, then yes, you can. Yes. Uh, mm -hmm. Yes. Thanks for pointing that out, Tori. Okay. Do we have any additional raise hands? No, not this time. All right. So my pasta is doing its thing over there and my bowl is way too small for um all of my ingredients i need better but anyway so i'm just taking my thoroughly clean hands and i'm just going in and using what god gave me for spoons and i am just mixing this stuff up really well and it's okay to use your hands as long as they're really clean um even sided chefs do this especially when you're mixing big batches all right. Do we have any other hands at this time, Kayla? No, ma'am. Okay. All right. Carrie, do you have any comments to add? I sure do. You know, um, first of all, I am with Courtney. Using your hands, it's an okay tool. It's the best tool you'll ever own. And it's easy to clean, too. But yes. um, when we were talking about swapping out, you know, one thing, if you want to really... Um, add some depth, add some creaminess to this recipe, you can swap out um, the sour cream and use mascarpone. And if you've never yes. used it, it's a very good, rich, creamy um, ingredient. It's very similar to sour cream, but it has a bit of a cheesy flavor behind it. So if, if you're in Courtney's house and you have somebody who doesn't like cheese, this is kind of a way to sneak it in a little bit and, um, mm -hmm. you know, and have your own little creaminess. And yes. then the last thing I was thinking about when Courtney was talking about um, using the toaster ovens, you know, the general rule is if you have a recipe that calls by a nine by 13, you can automatically assume that you can use two eight by eights for a nine by 13 recipe. So just kind of keep that equation in your head. Because I know a lot of us don't want to make a big old casserole, but it, you know, like Courtney said, it's so nice to have a second dish in the freezer ready to go. Thanks for that, Carrie. Yes, it is. Okay, so uh, Anne, go ahead with your question. We have Joanne has her hand. Oh, right Joanne, now. I'm sorry. I thought you said Anne. You did. 
put how to put Joe in there. <laughs> okay, go ahead, Joanne. I'm gonna I'm gonna mute. Yep. <laughs> All right, Joanne, you can unmute. Okay, Joanne, it's over there under the pasta and the sour cream and the cream of chicken <laughs> soup. She might find it's it next to all the fire right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, using, I'm, I'm using my tablet and everything's up top. Yes. <laughs> of course. So Why would it be down where everybody else's is. Exactly. Okay. Y'all, please don't think that I'm being mean to Joanne. This is a, a running joke between us and Joanne. So. <laughs> The, and she takes uh, it the, well. The Rotel. Yes, ma'am. Do you have to drain no, it? No, Oh, yes. <laughs> if you don't, it's going to be very liquidy. Okay. All right. Yeah. That's okay then. Because I made yeah. something the other day and I, I, I hadn't used the Rotel before in a long mm -hmm. time. And I just right. dumped the whole thing in. But it yeah. came out so creamy. Yeah. It was like a casserole with chicken and broccoli oh yum <laughs> and the rotel and shredded cheese and it it turned out delicious and i'm thinking well maybe i should have drained it but for that you purpose no because it came out real creamy okay okay yeah send that recipe to me yes. yes that's exactly what i was going to say send that recipe yes <laughs> send that um, recipe okay Yes, please a, it did turn out delicious. That sounds delicious. That, that's all the ingredients I like. And then uh, those chicken pot pies that I made a few weeks ago, uh, I made some extras and stuck them in the freezer so I can fix that for Jason and I can have the chicken and broccoli. He doesn't do broccoli either. So um, it's something else you can do as well with your liquid from your rotel. When you drain it, if you're going to be cooking some pasta, drain it into your pasta pot and use it um, with your water um, to, It'll you know, to boil your pasta with. And it'll add that flavor to your pasta as well. I didn't think to do that tonight, but I have done that before. And it is, it's really good. And it cuts down on the amount of water you're using as well. So good. My, okay. my pasta is, thank you. Thank you for coming. My pasta is not quite done yet. So if you're going to um, use the shredded cheddar cheese, once you get the spaghetti mixed up with your cream and sour cream and cream of soup mixture, um, once you mix your pasta with all of that, you put it in a uh, nine degrees, nine by 13 pan. Then you sprinkle your um, shredded cheese on top of that. And then you put it in the oven and bake it for about 30 minutes on 350. If you're going to be baking it, you do not want to cook your pasta all the way. So you want to cook it about mm, six to seven minutes. I think, you know, depending on your pasta, it takes about 10 to 12. And I would cook it for six to seven minutes. Because once you put that dish in the oven, it's going to start cooking that pasta even more. And it's going to get done then. So you want to cook it to al dente, as they call it. So, you know, it's not quite done, but it's still not the hard stuff that you're getting out of the package. So, um, so just, you know, oh, okay. I've lost myself in my kitchen. I was trying to turn on my ceiling fan here. So um, 
just cook it, you know, like six to seven minutes and then mix it with your other ingredients. Put it in your nine by 13 pan, sprinkle the cheese on there, and then just put it in the oven for 30 minutes at 350 degrees. And, and then that will finish cooking your pasta. But since I'm not cooking mine in the oven tonight, I'm just going to cook it fully on top of the stove. All right. Do we have some hands? Yeah. Kayla? Peggy Ann? Okay. Go ahead, Peggy Ann. Yes. Um, I had to step away for a minute. So you may have said this. Um, did I hear you? I heard something about chicken and broccoli. Can you add broccoli to this dish? Yes, ma'am. You can. Any vegetables or other ingredients you want to add, go ahead and add them. Um, Carrie said, you know, this is similar to a King Ranch chicken recipe that she makes. And it has, I think it had peppers and onions in it. So, you know, you can add peppers and onions. You can add uh, mushrooms, um, you know, any olives, black olives, green olives, whatever you like you can add to this dish. It's that's one of the good things about it. It's so versatile. And, you know, just with the three ingredients of the chicken, the sour cream and the cream soup, you can do a lot with just those three ingredients. Thank you. You are so welcome. Thank you for coming. All right. Do we have any additional raised hands, Kayla? Not at this time. All right. So my pasta is done. So I'm going to take it over to the sink here. And I have put, get, I've put a large plastic strainer in my sink. And I, even though I knew where I put it, I always check just to make sure it's right where I left it. Um, not that anybody's going to bother it, but still, I just like to reassure myself it's right where I put it before I start pouring pasta. So I take and I line my pasta pot up with my strainer. So it's sitting on the edge of my sink. And once it's lined up, I slide it down into the strainer, the whole pot and everything. Just, and I start tilting it on its edge until all of the pasta has come out. And it's in, uh, in the strainer. So I'm going to let that do its thing for just a little bit and now I'm going to take the same pot that I just cooked my pasta in and I'm going to dump my sour cream chicken and uh, soup mixture into that pot because we're going to need to heat that up and your pasta is going to heat it up some when you're mixing it in but not all the way so you want to heat that mixture up let me grab me a mixing spoon here I apologize for the noise. Usually I am more prepared than this. All right, there we go. All right. So now I'm just going to dump this bowl of goodness into my pasta pot. And then I'll add my rotel tomatoes into the pot as well and mix all of that thoroughly. And once I get that mixed in, then I will add my pasta in gradually. Courtney, what temperature do you have your uh, stovetop on when you're doing this part of it? Okay, I have it turned down to about a medium, medium low. Because you really don't want to burn your sour cream and you know, scorch it or anything. 
because this is so full, I'm just going to start spooning it in before I turn it up and start scraping it in. All right. Do we have any raised hands, Kayla? Yep, Anne just raised her hand. Okay, go ahead, so, Anne. Oh, uh, one more question. I know I have yes, four questions tonight. Um, they are fine. So, <laughs> so if you're doing it in the oven, is it, do you have to heat it up, or do you still heat it up a little bit before you put it in there? Yeah, you want to heat your oven prior to putting the casserole in there, so you might going to want to make sure it's good and hot. You know, um, some ovens still have a um, little sound indicator that it has reached. It's no. maximum temp. No, I'm talking and, about your sour cream and stuff. Oh, your sour cream. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, you're just mixing. Okay. <laughs> I thought you were talking about the oven itself. No, 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 um, no, no. So um, you don't have to heat your pan before putting it in there. I'm just using the pasta pot where it's, you know, it's already hot. Plus, that's less dishes that have to be washed later. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. Plus, you're not doing it in the oven yourself right now. Right. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So, and I'm going to use this filling. I'm not going to, you know, uh, I'm going to use it to make me some quesadillas and maybe even some chicken burritos in addition to the spaghetti. So, you know, I can put half of the spaghetti in the freezer for later, cook the other half for Jason. And then I can fix me up some burritos or um, quesadillas and stick those in the freezer as well to have for later. So all I have to do is pop those out and shove them in the oven and they'll be good. And just cook those and they'll be done. So I'm going to rinse my hands because I just added my rotel to my mixture. All right. Okay, do we have any other questions, Kayla? Not at this time. Okay. Oh, so what, question. what time's dinner sure. again? This sounds uh, delicious. It will be ready about 30 minutes uh, after the call ends. So, or it may be ready before the call ends, but yeah. So, um, all right, Carrie, while I am working on getting this all mixed up. Would you like to tell us what you're going to be making next week? Yes. Next week, um, I am going to be using an Instapot for the first time. I am very excited about this. A friend of mine is teaching me how to use it. And we are going to, as a team, he is going to teach me how to make meatballs. And um, so we're going to use it, like I said, in the Instapot. But as I've learned the recipe, I will also be converting it to an oven recipe for, uh, for the rest of us. So if any of you have any Instapot tips, please forward those, you know, to our um, email, and I would love to read them. Oh, that is one thing I forgot to give out at the beginning. So we keep saying email us, contact us, send us that recipe. That sounds great. And to do that, the information is in the email, the daily email that you received um, for today's event. There's links to that, to subscribe and to our um, cook's email list and also to email us. But if you have some issues finding those links, you can email us at acbcooks at gmail.com. 
and that comes to Carrie and to me. And if you have questions for Herbie or Janine about anything on their calls, I'll be happy to forward those to each of those um, as appropriate. And to subscribe to our recipe list, it is ACB Cooks, the plus sign, subscribe at groups.io. And again, that's ACB Cooks, plus sign, subscribe at groups.io. Thanks for saying that about the email, Carrie. All right. So I've had to go in with my hands and mix this up some more in my pot. Now, my pot is not on the stove at this time, okay? And it's not a very heavy pasta pot. Um, it's kind of a lightweight aluminum, so it's cooled down drastically as I put those cold ingredients in it, like the sour cream and the cream of mushroom soup. So, um, all right. So now I'm going to rinse my hands, and then I am going to do something a little different than I would normally do. I'm going to dump my pasta into my pan, and then I'll pour some of uh, some of the mixture over the pasta and mix it up that way simply because my pot is just not big enough and I just didn't think about that when I was baking or mixing up the ingredients all right so let me grab my pan I've already sprayed it with cooking spray and I keep a bunch of these disposable pans on hand. So I'll go to the dollar store a couple of times a year, a couple of times a year, and I'll just stock up. I'll buy like 10 or 15 pans at a time and just have them because you never know when you're going to have to take a dish somewhere. All right. It looks like my pasta is drained well. All right. So I'm just dumping the whole thing into my pan there. And I'm going to spread it out thoroughly. Oh, it is still very hot. All right, Kayla, do we have any hands? No, ma'am. Okay, and how are we on time, please, ma'am? Thirty-four after the hour. Thank you so much. You're All welcome. Right. So I have this, um, like I said, I'm spreading the pasta out over the bottom of the pan. And it's going to be a fairly thick layer on there. Let me grab my fork that I was using earlier so that I can spread it easier since it's so hot. So, yeah, I'm just spreading out an even layer of the pasta on the bottom of my pan. And then in just, you know, just a few minutes, I'm going to, uh, I'll be mixing that with the sour cream mixture. Okay. All right. Carrie, did you have anything you wanted to share? Well, you know, in um, thinking about your chicken, um, you know, recently I discovered at my uh, grocery store in the deli department, you know, where they do the hot foods, Mm -hmm. um, they have told me that they would um, sell me cooked chicken breast now. So there's another shortcut that y'all might look at into your own grocery stores if they have a hot deli section to ask them, you know, if they will prepare a 
boneless, skinless, you know, chicken breast for you. And that helps you with the shortcuts, you know, and also, you know, remember that that rotisserie chicken is our best friend in the cook, in the kitchen by all means, yes, you know, so pick up one of those chickens, those whole chickens and just, you know, take the skin off, take the bones off and just, you know, enjoy a lot of recipes. Yes. And, you know, several weeks ago, um, kind of when we first started this, Carrie talked to us about making, um, cooking chicken in the crock pot, making rotel chicken, and then shredding that and freezing it into bags. So, or into portions, you know, maybe one or two cup portions. And that way you already have that done. And so coming home from work or from a long day of shopping or something, you already have that. You can bring that out of the freezer and defrost it in the microwave just a little bit if you want to. And, um, and even if it's frozen, you can still leave it frozen and mix it up with all of your other ingredients like your crema soup and your um, sour cream and rotel. And you can have dinner done in less than an hour. And if you're not going to bake the spaghetti, you can have it done in less than 30 minutes. And then you can say, Rachel Ray ain't got nothing on me. <laughs> no, she don't, girl. <laughs> so, um, all right. So I put that in there. I think I'm going to have to add a little more of my sour cream and chicken mixture in there. And then I may just actually throw this in the oven and heat it up instead of just because I didn't put it on this, the mixture on the stove. See, and that's the thing about this recipe, you know, I usually mix it together on the stove. But since I'm using some of the filling for something else, now I can just shove this in the oven and let it cook and it'll be done by the time the call is over. Or, or close to done anyway, since I haven't preheated my oven. All right. So do we have any? Courtney, the other thing I was thinking about on your cheeses, I mean, I know your household's kind of limited on the cheeses, but, mm -hmm. you know, if you're going Mexican, you know, why not do the pepper jack cheese and add a little spice, you know, yes. or you know, have a little bit of kick to it, you know? And, you know, feel free to play with the cheeses. I mean, there's so many cheeses out there. I mean, enjoy what you like. Right. You know, and if you, you know, kind of want to keep it, you know, along these lines, you can, you can also just uh, sprinkle parm in your mixture if you want to, um, or, you know, you sprinkle it on top. Again, it is so versatile. All right. Anne like has that's... her hand raised. Okay, go ahead, Anne. I was just going to comment, you know. You said the recipe calls for cheddar cheese, but on a spaghetti dish like that, uh, you can also put mozzarella on top, which is something I might yes, just I try. Because mama mm -hmm. used to make spaghetti with, with she don't do it. She, do, she hasn't done it in the oven in a while, but she used to put mozzarella on top of the spaghetti. And I personally, I think that works better than the cheddar. Yes. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if you're doing mozzarella, because this is more of an Italian flavor, mm -hmm. why not chop up some basil? And have yes. that basil, uh, tomatoey, you know, mozzarella, you know, that is a wonderful salad by itself anyway. But why not, you know, bump up Courtney's recipe? Well, I was going to, well, either that or I was going to get like some vegetables and put in there. Uh -huh. and make it a chicken vegetable spaghetti. 
Yeah, I've seen where people have put like the small green peas in there. Um, yeah, I, I made green one peas and carrots mi mixture. Mm -hmm. I did one years ago. This is before I met Jason. Um, and it called for Velveeta cheese. So you made a cheese sauce with the Velveeta cheese and um, the cream of chicken, cream of mushroom soup. And um, so I finally came across this one where it had the no cheese. What, so, I mean, of course, it did have the cheddar, but it didn't have it in it. It didn't require it. So, okay. Since I'm going to put this in the oven, I've already turned my oven on to 350. I'm gonna, and, um, you want to cover this with foil because um, if you don't, that's going to dry out your pasta. So let me grab some aluminum foil. Again, please excuse the noise on that. And once you get it in the oven, you want to cook it for about 30 minutes. Just Again, just to make sure everything's heated through. And that's going to make that gluten-free pasta even softer for, for us. So even though I cooked it all the way through. I'm going to send you my mama's broccoli, broccoli and cheddar soup recipe. Please do. Okay. Yeah. I'll get it from you. If any of you have some favorite recipes, you know, yeah, send them to us. We'll try them. And who knows, you know, we may cook them on the call one Sunday night and have you as our guest moderator or, you know, commentator. So, okay. all right. I'm just covering this with foil. And again, I'm going to just put this in the oven for about 30 minutes just to make sure everything's heated through. Because, like I said, everything is done. I mean, you could eat it right now. It's just not going to be very hot. But you could heat it in the microwave if you wanted to do that as well. On the sheet pan. Okay. All right. So now I'm just going to take the rest of my ingredients and just mix them up in my pasta pot. And, um, and then after this call, I will make me some quesadillas to go in the freezer all right do we have any other raised hands okay. we do not all right so i want to ask what would y'all like to see us cook so if you have something that you would like to see us cook go ahead and raise your hand and let us know and we will do our best to try to do that for you because we want to this is for y'all um we want to do this you know cook what you would like to eat because you know some people might not like chicken spaghetti so let us know what you would like to have right jill has her hand up hi jill hello um i would like to learn how to make like stir fries like kind of like a basic one and then like ideas of how to change it up and make it different all right that has been kind of one of the things that i've been pondering about fixing was stir fry and homemade egg rolls mm -hmm. yeah that so. would be great i'd love to learn how to do that all right well i will i will be thinking about that um, okay. I thought about doing, you know, like I said, a stir fry. Um, and I also thought about doing like a sweet and sour pork or sweet and sour chicken. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. Any of those like Asian type dishes. Mm -hmm. 
Okay. That would be great. All right. Thanks, Jill. Courtney, I have a question then on that line. Yes, Earlier we were talking about the rice cooker because I've never had one and I'm getting one. But can mm -hmm. we do a, like a fried rice recipe in that? Do we know? You can, you can, you know, cook your rice and then just do it, you know, the rest of it on the skillet. Um, because it's, it's kind of like a mini crock pot. That's what I attribute it to be. Um, because you can, you know, put your ingredients in there and set it, you know, get it started and then turn, on, turn away and walk off, you know. And um, so... But, you know, fried rice is one of those things I've never cooked because it's just not something I think about until we sit down to eat. And I'm thinking, oh, rice would have been good with this. So, um, but, you know, that's something we can cook. Um, you know, it, depending on your, you know, the amount of rice you're cooking in your rice cooker, it, it could take about 30 minutes to cook rice. So I usually, if I'm going to cook rice, you know, for the call, then I usually have that already cooked and ready. And but yeah. Memories. Okay, go ahead, Ann. I know I'm jumping back in here again, but. Oh, you're fine. Uh, oh, good. <laughs> um, but I was thinking, and I was thinking about the fried rice, but I was thinking also, I know this is a Sunday night call, but have you ever done like a breakfast casserole kind of thing either? Well, I don't, I, I I like sausage, but it doesn't like me, but, you know, something mm -hmm. like that, like a breakfast casserole kind of thing. We can do that. Yes. Um, we did breakfast burritos one night, but, you know, we can always revisit breakfast. Okay. Mm -hmm. Breakfast for dinner is the greatest meal ever. Oh, tell me about it. <laughs> Especially when somebody else is cooking it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right. Okay. Who else do we have, Kayla? That was it at this time. All right. So, Carrie, do you have anything else that you would like to add? Well, I mean, if, you know, if we get more ideas, I definitely want to explore them. Um, I do have a lot of recipes for the, the, like, the breakfast casserole kind of foods. So if we want to do that soon, um, I'll be more than happy to share our base recipe with everybody and, you know, let them build off of that. I just want to give you a quick time check. It is 46 after the hour. Thank you so much, Kayla. Yeah, um, you know, we may do some breakfast casseroles, you know, once a month for a few months. Carrie can share some of hers. I can share some of mine. Um, and we can go from there. And, uh, you know, I can, I've got several in mind that I can use or that I can fix that do not have sausage in them. So I know that's, that's unsouthern of me, but <laughs> there are some who either, you know, just can't eat sausage or don't like it at all. So, right. You know, and Courtney, and also when I do get my rice cooker, maybe we can just do a little class on how to use a rice cooker because I think so many people just assume it's, it's pretty easy to use, but, you know, the first time it is kind of intimidating. Yes, it is. It is. But, yeah, it is one of those things. The first time you use it, it is intimidating, but after that, it is easy peasy, lemon squeezy. So, um, you know, that's one of the things I can ask Jason to do is, you know, cook a pot of rice. And so 
I mean, he can cook. He just, he says, I do a better job of it. <laughs> so, but all right. If we don't have any raised hands, we'll go ahead and end the call. Um, want to thank several people before we do that. Um, Kayla, thank you so much for taking time out of your Sunday afternoon to host for us. Carrie, thank you for joining in and helping moderate. And to Mr. Jeff Bishop, thank you so much for taking time out of your Sunday afternoon as well to stream this call for us on ACB Media 5. And to you, the participants, thank you for showing up because without you guys and gals, we wouldn't have a reason to have the call. So thank you all so much. We look forward to seeing you next week when Carrie's going to teach us how to make meatballs in the Instapot in the oven. So thank you all so much. Y'all have a blessed week and we'll see you next Sunday.